approaches. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I am really, really excited to have this conversation with you about perfectionism. <laughs> um, we're going to talk a lot about signs, very sneaky signs of perfectionism, um, what to do when those signs come up, and really the purpose of this episode is expand your knowledge and insight on perfectionism and how it could be affecting you in ways that you did not even realize. So without further ado, let's get started. You know, can I just say I'm in full swing. <laughs> I've made so many pivots over the last few weeks in adding new things to my schedule and made some shifts to the way that I run my business. And it's just been so, so helpful for me. And I'm really seeing the benefits of it. And I, I just, I couldn't be happier right now. So I thought I'd share that with you because, you know, the longer we wait to make the changes we know we need to make, you know, the longer it is until we can see the the benefits of it. So if there's something you are avoiding doing right now, I highly suggest you make one step toward it. Um, but if you are here with me right now, I want to ask you to do me a favor. If you are here and you can hear my voice, I want you to reach out to me in whatever way you have access. So if you don't know me personally, then send me a DM on Instagram and I'm going to link my Instagram below if you don't already follow me. If you do follow me, send me a DM and let me know you're listening to this and or put it on your stories or if you know me personally, send me a text. I'm very, very interested to figure out who is listening to the podcast at the moment and who is resonating with the words that I'm saying. So yeah, do, do, do that favor for me if you don't mind. I would highly, highly appreciate it. So let's get into the topic of perfectionism. This week for me, or potentially over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking a lot about perfectionism in different ways. I feel like when I say the word perfectionism, some people glaze over. They, they don't identify themselves as a perfectionist and they don't see the value in continuing to listen to something that is specified about perfectionists. And don't get me wrong, I totally understand that. I understand that if you don't identify with a word, you do not want to be educated on that topic. <laughs> you don't want to hear about it. Entertained, educated, whatever. Um, and I just want to challenge you to try and listen to this episode until completion. Because I guarantee you, I'm going to say some things that you did not realize was perfectionism. Like, at no point did you realize that was happening to you. And I know that this episode will be of value to you if you can listen to it throughout. So, I'm not going to make you late any longer. <laughs> let's get let's get into it. So, um, one area of perfectionism that I, I'm going to start with is my own perfectionist habits <laughs> that I went through and didn't really realize was perfectionism. Okay. As I grew up, 
my strong inability to acknowledge and reward myself. So some of this does come from childhood, you know, because as kids, we're taught to earn things, right? Like you study, you you earn a good grade. You earn a good grade, you potentially earn a reward from your parents. You, at the bare minimum, potentially, maybe not for everyone, but for most parents or what I assume would be the majority, you at least get acknowledgement for your good grades. Maybe you don't get an actual physical reward, but you get acknowledged, right? Or you get acknowledged by the school or you do your chores and you get a reward you get to go play or you get an allowance or whatever the case is for your um, unique household but what that taught me as as I got older is when you're super super ambitious right like we're not talking here rewards for doing chores around the house anymore we're talking about adding on career changes um personal development, starting a business, um, all of these things that I do now that became a situation where I was unable to see even that I was progressing in anything. So there was nothing to reward. It was almost like I couldn't see anything until it was completed. I could only see completion, which means I could only acknowledge and reward completion. And so um, I talked about in a previous episode, my experience with college and how I really, really wanted to go to law school. And just as a recap, I graduated college debt-free. In addition to being debt-free, I graduated with honors and I didn't even want to go out to dinner. I didn't because I wanted to go to law school and it was like college wasn't a reward, right? Like that's a stepping stone. That's what I'm supposed to do. And that was my mindset. You know, that was a perfectionist habit of only rewarding completion, of only acknowledging completion. Like that was a big fucking deal. And it felt like nothing. It felt like absolutely nothing to me because that wasn't my goal. It was a part of the goal. So I genuinely had to take a step back because it was you know truly deteriorating my mental health to always need to be doing something else to be doing better to be doing more and um coincidentally I'm saying all this and I I still struggled with it in the past but I've gotten so much better at rewarding the smallest things and when I say reward sometimes that reward is the acknowledgement And sometimes it is a physical thing that I've given myself. Um, And I just this month actually implemented something. And if you don't do this, I highly suggest you try it. And I call this thing my Desiree Day. And I did my first one actually um, last weekend. And it was so nice. I went out for... uh, just to acknowledge myself throughout the day. I acknowledge all of my wins. I looked them over. I had them written down. Um, and I spent the day celebrating me, you know? And um, it was so exciting. And it wasn't, pl- like, things weren't, like, all laid out and planned for me. 
Um, the only thing that I had scheduled was a massage, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And the rest of the day was me just doing what I wanted to do. And it was so nice to just have my day where I was actually so into this day that anytime my mind went to this aspect of like, I should be working or I should be doing this, I was able to intercept those thoughts and say, nope, today you've done everything. Today you lack nothing, not a damn thing. Enjoy your day. And um, if you're interested, I <laughs> I went out for some coffee with my wife. Um, she did join me this day and there's this place and they sell CBD coffee, which is cool. Um, so we went there and then we went for brunch, had my massage. Um, it was a really, really nice day for me. And I just, I soaked it all in. But the point is, I now have to put into my schedule time to acknowledge myself. Now, like I said, I'm able to further acknowledge my small wins. But if there's a period of time where I'm not doing that, my schedule works for me in that on a very particular day of the month, and it has to be every month, I'm going to have this day where I infuse myself where the entire day I am not allowed to complain about anything I haven't done. You know, I'm just fully aware of everything that I've been doing right. And so this form of professionalism, this lack of rewarding and acknowledging yourself can come from childhood. But it's up to us at this point to redirect as often as we can. If you are an ambitious woman, which if you're listening to this, I have to assume you are. You know, there has to come a time in your life where you schedule or intentionally create time, even if it's on a daily basis, to say, I fucking did it. Like, this is incredible to me, right? You have to have this um, zoomed out aspect of your life rather than just zoomed in on this one goal that may or may not be going your way. You know, what's, what's going on around it? Can you acknowledge the other things you have done up until this point? So that is the first, you know, sort of perfectionism that you could be experiencing. So this next form of perfectionism, I like to call this having the inability to take the first step until you can see the entire staircase. Right. So it's your inability to start something until you know all the steps. And this kind of preparation, I appreciate. Like, I totally appreciate someone saying, no, 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 I'm going to be prepared. And that's incredible that you want to be prepared. But it's also a little bit unrealistic. Right. And it can prevent you entirely from even starting, not completing, but starting altogether. And I want to give you an example of what I mean by that. Let's say you are wanting to do something new, right? You're like, oh, no, I, I need to know what's all involved in this thing. Fine. You look it up. You figure out what's involved in it. And you know that one of these areas, one of these steps, is not your strong suit. You know it isn't. And that, just knowing that, not step one not step two, maybe not even step three, maybe somewhere along steps five through seven are, are not your strong suits. And 
at that point you become enabled to start because you're like, oh no, that's coming. I can't do that. You know? And sometimes that's a subconscious thought. It's not a conscious thought. Sometimes you're like, no, I can do this. But for some reason, I'm not doing it. If you find yourself doing that a lot, like I know what to do, but for some reason I'm not doing it. You know, it could be because you know what's coming. It could be, it could be because you don't want to allow yourself the opportunity to break down, to, to be proven wrong, to validate maybe some potential weaknesses you have. And I promise you that it is okay to do those things, you know, in a controlled way. And that's something that I value so much in, in my mentorship is that it's a safe place to do some controlled changes, some things to get you out of your comfort zone, but in a way that still gives you the accountability you need to not quit. And the problem is when we, we need to know the entire plan before we do it, you, you don't necessarily, <laughs> it's not the plan you want, it's the potential threats that you're looking for. You're not like, oh, I'm, I'm looking into this because I want to know, you know, how long this is going to take. No, you want to know where you could potentially fail and determine whether it's still worth your time. Right. And so I encourage you to, again, make one step, right? One step at a time. And to give you a further example of this, I want you to imagine for a second that you're studying for a test. And for some of y'all, I know school may have been a long time ago, but just, just, just bear with me here. <laughs> Imagine you're studying for a test and you know, there are some areas of weaknesses that you have with, re- with regard to the subject, but you're like, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm going to just take the test. Okay. Wonderful. So you go, you sit down, you start taking the test. It's a time test. And you're on question number one, right? Question number one seems fine, but for some reason you start looking at all the other questions, right? You're, you're, you start skimming through just a little bit, right? Are you skimming because you're curious to know what the rest of the test looks like? No, you're skimming for potential threats, right? And on this time test, you've realized that you know, most of the questions have to do with your area of weakness. And you're like, shit, like, and you don't do well on the test because you're so distracted by the future steps that you had to look at before you started. (laughs) You know, this is, this is perfectionism at its finest. Like this distraction of our potential threats, instead of creating the person the person that you're creating is being created along the way right so the person who started what you're doing is not the the same person that's going to end it which means each time you evolve and get to this next step that next version of you is probably a lot more equipped to handle this thing right because they've done previous steps and it's so hard to think of it that way. And I know that and I realize that and I respect that. But I promise you, if you can just take one step at a time, you know, and trust yourself that the next version of you will figure out what the next version of you has to figure out. And you just trust yourself enough to start. You will get there. 
I guarantee you. So that's the second form of perfectionism. So we have lack of reward and acknowledging it, and we have this inability to start until you know the entire process. So this is a um, interesting next one. This is frequently starting over to prove to yourself that you can do something better the next time. Now, I, I really like this one. Let's go into it. So frequently starting over to prove to yourself that you can do something better. Now, let me just say, if you feel like you can do something better, you're approaching something, you're like, I could have done this better. And you know definitively you have the potentiality to do this better. That is incredible, right? You're, you're already approaching this thing from a place of belief. I want to do this again because I know I can do better. There is nothing inherently wrong with that at all whatsoever. The perfectionism begins when you start to break down the reason that you needed to start over to improve, right? Because improvement doesn't require you to start over. In order for you to improve, you don't need a clean slate. When you break down your reasoning for starting over at one, at day one all over again, you might find that it's not improvement you are seeking. You want to prove to yourself that you can do this flawlessly start to finish. That is your method. That's the reason that you started over, right? And so I want to remind you for a second that in order to truly evolve, in order to truly commit to whatever it is you're doing, let me just let me just say that like I don't know specifically what you have going on but I truly believe that if you're listening to me say this right now and there's something that you want that you don't have today the only way you're going to get it is to remain consistent and babe starting over again is not the way to create consistency right the the issue here is that you're not taking what you learned and applying it to your current strategy, right? You are getting new information, which you may call this information failures. You may call this information mistakes. I'm just going to say information, right? You you now have more information on what does or does not work for you. And it is your task next when you learn something not to begin again, but to take that information now and say, okay, well, this part of this strategy does not work for me. This method does not work for me. And keep going rather than beginning again for that flawless finish. <laughs> I want to give you another example. And this is, this one's going to be another one about school. And again, <laughs> I know some of us have not been in school for some time. But bear with me here. I think this example will be very good for you. So I want you to imagine that you're writing an essay, right? You're writing a paper and you give this paper to your professor and your professor comes back and you have a C on this paper and they say, look, you have the potential to have an A, but I need you to go make all these changes. And it's a lot of changes here that you need to make. You have to do a little bit more research. You have to make these changes. You have to make all these revisions, okay? You now have all this new information. 
about what didn't work before on this paper and what you need to do to improve on this paper, right? So you have all this new information. Do you erase everything that was already on the paper and start all over again? Starting with the teacher's notes? No, right? You don't. You just revise what you already had. You now have all this new information of what does and does not work. And you just apply it to what you're doing already, right? You don't need to start over to prove anything. You've got this. You just need to keep going. And so I want you to keep that in mind. It's, it's vital for your process to just get you to continue. And I guarantee you that when you apply all this new information and you learn this about yourself, you realize you just needed to keep going. You know, there was no real need to start over. So... I hope that that really resonated with you. And if it does, let me know, of course. I I really enjoy hearing from you. And I know that um, I, I know that, that was a good one. So I really hope it sat well with you if that's something you find yourself doing quite often. So the last one of perfectionism that we're going to talk about today is only starting where you want to end. And I left this one for last on purpose. Because I feel like this is such an impactful example of perfectionism. So, especially when it comes to evolving women, in my personal opinion, evolving women care about the long-term sustainability of their lives. They want to grow in a lot of things for a long time, right? So, if you approach something that you want to grow forever, why do you need to start at the end? Why do you need to start where you you want to end, right? It's probably because you don't want to sit in discomfort for too long. And that's a hard truth that we have to accept. You want to start further out than you think you should because you don't want to sit in the discomfort. And this is why it's really, really important to have a great social circle. And have a community and a supportive place to land when you want to make changes and do new things, right? Because that discomfort, you're going to have to sit in it <laughs> eventually, right? Not forever, but you have to you have to sit in it for some times and for some time. And having the ability to surround yourself around people who understand that struggle and that frustration is so 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 valuable. And. I just want you to remember that, that you're not alone. So let's talk about this starting where you want to end thing. I want you to think about, for an example, let's say you want to save more money, okay? So let's say you want to save $500 a month. Good for you. Good for you for knowing that that is potential for you. That is, that there's potentiality for you to do that. Here's the issue. A lot of us will just start at $500 per month. That's what we said we wanted to do. So that's what we're going to do. The problem with that form of perfectionism is that it gives you, number one, you don't get to grow into this person. You're either them or you're not. Like, it's like, that's like you telling yourself, I want you to do this, which means I want you to now have all these habits and routines and rituals and understandings of the person who can do this immediately. And 
if you if you don't do this immediately, if you're not this new woman by week one, you are not taking this seriously. That's what you're telling yourself. And you know that's not true. You know that you're serious about this. Okay, you have to allow yourself to grow into the woman that you're saying you want to be. You can't just be her immediately. You haven't gone through the things that she needs to go through in order to get the results that you want. Right? So start start at a scale, right? So if your number is 500, don't start there. You know, start at somewhere in between 250 and 375 or something like that, right? Start at a lower end, not forever. This is not a cop-out, okay? This is not your opportunity to teach yourself. This is your opportunity to grow into the person you want to be. So when life happens, right, and those spending habits that are preventing you from getting to that 500 happen within that first or two months, it is okay. And this is coming, assuming, when I when I gave those speakers just now, I'm talking about the person who has not saved a dime in years or ever, okay? Now, if you're used to saving, then that's a, that's a different strategy, okay? That's a, that's a different story. But if you're not used to doing this, you have to grow into it is my only point. And so if you're making this big goal of this new person you want to be, you don't start at the end. You give yourself a scale. You allow life to happen as you grow. And then you get more persistent about the numbers. And then you're a little, you're playing a little bit more hardball. You're like, no, this is, this is the only thing I will accept for me. But you have to grow into that. Right. So the next time you set a goal, see if you can give yourself a range. That is a beautiful way to break out of a perfectionist cycle is to not give yourself a specific number and give yourself a range, some type of scale you can slide on because life will happen to you. And the worst thing ever is to put yourself in a spot you know you can't stay at and when life happens, like we all know it will, when something happens, when that's higher goes flat or there comes a health issue or you need to go to the doctor and you weren't expecting to or something happens with your children that you weren't expecting. You know, there's a bill that you forgot about. Whatever the case is, you're good. You're good. You're still saying, you're still doing the things you said you're going to do. And then at that point, you just decrease the scale as you go on. That 375 becomes it needs to be 450. That 450 becomes, it has to be 500. And then once you get that, what are you going to do? You're going to create another scale, right? So there's no end goal here. It's just growing into consistently the person you say you want to be. Because I promise you that once you hit that goal, you're going to set another one. So there's no there's no need to, to start something approaching it where you want to end. So with all that said, again... If you're still here with me and you're listening, I want to hear from you. And also, I want you to consider who you can send this to. Who do you know maybe having these forms of perfectionism? Think of your friends and family members who are currently not acknowledging themselves, not rewarding themselves. Like you see how much work they're putting in. They're frustrated all the time because their results are not where they want them to be. Think about the person who you know has so much potential, but they can't start. 
right? Because they, they're so distracted by the future steps or potential threats, right? Think about the person who keeps saying their thing, right? They have to start over day one because they failed, right? Or they fell off. So they have to start over. And lastly, just who can you think of that is extremely ambitious, but you think could benefit from understanding that they don't need to start where they want to end, that they can grow into the woman that they say they want to be. And send this episode to them. Share it with people that you think could really, really, truly benefit from the message. So I am so grateful to have you here with me. I think um, you will highly enjoy the upcoming episodes because um, I've been drafting out so much and I really, really think they're going to be impactful for you. And I hope you've enjoyed this one. So again, thank you so much for being here with me. If you have not already, please review this episode and give this podcast a rating and a review. I would highly, highly appreciate it. Also, feel free to share it. Share it on your story. Share it with your friends. Um, Really, really trying to create an incredible community of like-minded women who truly believe in evolving and truly becoming the best versions of themselves. So... If you think someone could benefit from that, please let him know. I highly appreciate you ladies being here with me today. I'm grateful to have you here. And as always, keep evolving, babe.